0: I recently made the final table of a $10,000 buy-in tournament at ARIA at the PokerGo studio featuring a few of the best players in the world, including Eric Seidel, Shannon Shore, and our opponent in this hand, Jeremy Osimus, who plays all the games amazingly well. He plays great poker. But in this hand, we're going to battle with him. Let's see how I go about playing the big stack in position in this interesting spot. <laughs> yeah what place did you get in the first one don't worry
1: i'm not a <laughs> you got
0: first and you got like fifth or something that is correct sure on top of the u.s poker open and all standings. night running
1: sims on like you know knowing yeah you know adding that factor in yeah
0: i, I get to spike call him ace three oh and just fires it in <laughs> <laughs> two tents for jeremy Austin. <laughs>
1: 130.
0: Queen Jack of clubs for our chip leader. A beautiful spot, too,
1: on the button. He can proceed in various ways. Alex to
0: flat. Shore with the King 9 offsuit. a bit of a slippery spot
1: for Shannon. Yeah, we've got King 9, but you you have to be suspect going three
0: ways. You're, you're never even thrilled like... when it comes King High. In this episode of Weekly Poker Hand, we see Jeremy Ausmus raising it up with pocket tens, which is perfectly fine and standard, and notice that I am the big stack by a mile. I have 4.2 million chips playing 30,000, 60,000, and everyone else has between 1 million chips and 1.9 million chips. And uh, that person with 1.9 million is Jeremy Osmuth. So when he raises, and I'm on the button, I have a lot of options. This is a scenario where, as the big stack, I get to play a much wider range than if there were no pound implications at all. Because Jeremy really, really, really does not want to go broke before the other players at the table, given he is you know, pretty solidly in second place out of six. So... In this scenario, I think I have two options with the queen-jack-of-clubs. I can call, which is what I did. I think queen-jack-of-clubs is a perfectly reasonable hand to call. Or I can just rip it all in. Because if I rip it all in, Jeremy has to call off really, really tightly. And even when he does call, I'm going to have okay equity with queen-jack-of-clubs. That said, I think Jeremy is probably going to be opening pretty tight to begin with. He's very aware of ICM. He's probably aware that I know what I'm doing. So this is a spot where I think he's going to be really tight to begin with. So for that reason, I opted to call. It is worth noting Shannon Shore folded the King-9 offsuit in the big blind. And some may say, wow, isn't that really tight? But the answer is no. In this scenario, Shannon is third in chips, right? And he really, really, really does not want to go broke before the shorter stacks as well. And there's actually some chance that I bust Jeremy in this hand. And if I bust Jeremy in this hand, that's obviously really good for Shannon. And He wants to avoid spots where he's going to be put in a bluff catching scenario. And it turns out hands like king nine offsuit usually flop top pair bad kicker or middle pair bad kicker. And that is not where you want to be. So I really like Shannon's pre-flop fold. All right, let's head to the flop.
1: They trim it down like the multiple. Yes, we can see, he would have lungs. been in a great spot backer, backer, post-flop. Exactly, but like it's, not, it's
0: basically dollar for dollar, except like once it gets But open. We have seen that more and more over the last couple years, oh, players tightening okay. up so from the big blind in multi-way pots. Like three 10Ks is probably worth like two 20Ks. Something like that. I should see, I feel like they should do it also. The like awesome deciding what is like optimal.
1: Out of position people. against the chip leader yeah, with a couple of tens, and Seems he's going to try yeah, I'm not sure the exact math.
0: and oh, no. pump
1: it up. Out of position, two tens, one sixty-five, representing a great deal of strength. Little does have that backdoor equity. About it. He's not going to go down without a fight.
0: This king high board, I think, is a spot where Jeremy wants to check a ton, because my preflop calling range is going to have a whole lot of suited connected type hands, hands with a king, etc. And, very importantly, when I do have backdoor draws like my hand, I'm going to get to call any sort of small bet. Now, I don't hate Jeremy's small bet, but I think he probably just wants to check and call, and I realize that leads to a lot of pretty dicey scenarios. But when he bets, if he gets raised, it's miserably bad right there. And if I call... It's also not particularly great, and I'm going to call a small bet a ton in this scenario. Way more than minimum defense frequency, again, because I'm the big sack and I get to apply a lot of turn and river pressure. So facing the small bet, I think calling is the only viable option. I think my hand has really good equity. I don't really want to raise. I wouldn't mind raising a substantially worse hand or a draw that I could reasonably get it in with, but I think this hand plays very well by calling. I know a lot of people look at this spot and think, oh, just fold. You don't have anything. You have queen high. But no, 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 when you're the big stack, you get to splash around a lot. In the right corner of your screen, four spades on the turn, the 10s for Austin is still best. Jeremy not thrilled
1: with Jonathan Little's decision to continue, however, <coughs> I also believe that he would expect Little to come along for the ride on a, a variety of flops, no matter what his holding is, various floats, Here's a pot control sort of check. Opens up the door for Little. Just queen high. Little does bet here. And you can bet he's also going to need to bet the river to tell a believable story.
0: Does fire 350,000, a little less than half pot. must
1: have worked on that last night. It's not a bad bet. 7 5 gets there. Certainly, Jonathan can have a hand like 7 5 suited. He's able to just put Jeremy in a really brutal spot with two tens. You are guessing on the river no matter what.
0: Folds the tens yeah. and little gets it done with just queen high. The turn comes at four and Jeremy checks. And when he checks, I need to bet very frequently using a size that will allow me to jam. All in, on the river, when I feel inclined. Now, I don't think this queen-jack is the best hand to bluff in this scenario because I block some hands that will perhaps check call the turn and then check fold the river, mainly queens and jacks. I'd much rather have a hand like ace-two of clubs because ace-two of clubs has an overcard to a king when he does check a king. And I do think Jeremy will check this turn a ton of the time. Kind of like I think he should check the flop a ton of the time. So... This is a situation where when he does check, I am going to get crushed when he does random way have a king, right? But, you know, I suppose I do block king, queen, and king, jack, which are hands that are auto-check calls, so I, maybe it's not the worst hand to bluff. Also, if he does have a hand like pocket nines or pocket tens like he does, I have two overcards, which is nice, and he may just fold immediately. So I do go for the 350k bet, which is about half pot, and notice if he does call, that's going to set up roughly a pot size river shove. And I can already tell you, this is the spot where I'm going to be shoving a lot because, again, the ICM pressure, the pound implications, force Jeremy to call off substantially tighter than if there were no pound implications on the turn and then also even tighter on the river because he really doesn't want to go broke before those shallow stacks. So, I bet 350k, and Jeremy lets it go. That's good for me. We pick up the pot, and we move forward. I want to ask you... How much would you have bet on this turn? Or would you have even made it to the turn? Would you fold it? Be honest. If you're honest with me, that'll help me know how to better help all of you in the future. So in the comments section below, write how much you would have bet on the turn and if you would have bet the turn to begin with and why you would have bet the turn. And then would you have bet the river? Don't write me a whole essay. But, uh, you know, would you have actually followed through with this block? Because this is a common spot That comes up at the final table as a big stack and if you would have played this hand much differently than this unless you would have ripped it all in preflop i think it's pretty bad (laughs) and i don't want you to play poorly i want you to crush your opponents so be honest let me know in the comment section below that's gonna be it for this video huge thanks to poker go for letting us use this content make sure you check them out at pokergo.com they have all the best poker content they stream all of the high stakes final tables that take place around the world it is amazing if you like poker You need to go sign up for Poker Go. Also, be sure to click the like and subscribe buttons. We have lots of new videos that come out on a regular basis, and I want to be sure you do not miss any of them. So make sure you click the like and subscribe button, and also click the notification bell so that you're aware of all the content we put out. Good luck in your games. Have fun. And when you're at the chip leader at the final table, bluff your opponents out of their seat.